Welcome to ChanCap. These are short episodes where I provide my own insights based on the main topic discussed in my most recent podcast of the week, arming you with more actionable content to help build the career you desire. Now let's begin. Thank you again to Angelina for coming on my podcast and sharing her insights and strategies for new immigrants that want to be successful in their job search in North America. The one thing that new immigrants and new grads have in common is that it'll be their first time in the job search process in North America. I have said this before, when you're doing something for the first time, it's always the hardest and most difficult. But as you get better and more familiar with the process, it becomes easier and you'll achieve your career goal a lot faster once you gain that experience. I was a new grad myself about 10 years ago, and I made a lot of mistakes in the job search process and also learned a lot along the way. So in this episode of ChanCap, I want to give you the five learning lessons that I've gained in my very first job search right out of university slash college. The first lesson is that never expect feedback if they are not interested in you as a candidate. I know a lot of professionals out there want to hear something back, even if it's a rejection. No one likes to be ghosted. However, recruiters and hiring managers have a lot on their plate and they can't get to everybody. So go into the job search mindset of if you're not the right candidate, it's a bonus and not expected. The second is never practice scripted answers and think you can get away with it. An interview story I usually like to share is when I had an interview at this small company and the hiring manager asked me, where do I see myself in five years? And I gave a scripted answer about how I want to stay at the company for five years and grow professionally. The hiring manager actually called me out and said, did you prepare this answer beforehand? He caught on and needless to say, I did not get the job. There's a difference between preparing by understanding your experiences and being able to share them effectively and memorizing your answers word for word. Hiring managers and recruiters will know if you are speaking from the heart or speaking from a script. So my advice is don't try to memorize an answer or a career story word for word. Memorize and understand the concepts and the speaking points that you want to talk about and then let it come out naturally. The third lesson is that there are no second chances. If you royally screwed up, such as being late for an interview, then the chances of them hiring you are very unlikely. That's why I always suggest to people, especially if the company you're interviewing at and you have to show up to their office is 30 minutes away to an hour, I highly suggest you try to get there 30 minutes before. Don't show up to the interview 30 minutes before because that's also a bad look. Show up to the office 30 minutes before but stay in your car and then 15 to 10 minutes before the interview, then you walk in. There was one time I had an interview in Mississauga, which is a city outside of Toronto, and I drove to the wrong address and there was no way I was going to make it on time. And I'd also be really late if I tried to go to the right address. So I called the assistant that was scheduling the interview saying, hey, I arrived at the wrong location. Can we reschedule? She did say she'll get it rescheduled, but then never heard from them. So that's why it's always important that if you know an interview is coming up, from a logistics perspective, make sure you're prepared or even over-prepared, showing up early, testing everything, whatever you need to do to start off the interview flawlessly. Even from a technology perspective, if you're having technical difficulties at the beginning, even when the issues are fixed, you'll be super stressed out and nervous and you'll be off your game. That's why it's so important to over-prepare before your interview. The fourth lesson is your commute matters and it should definitely play a factor in your decision to work for a company. I know if you're a young grad, you don't want a long job search so you'll take what you can get. You might not think logically and take a position that you have no business taking. 
For example, when I was a new grad, I didn't have a car and I was applying to positions where taking public transit would be over two hours. But I was so focused in getting my foot in the door, I didn't care. I was saying to myself, I'll make the commute work. I need to get experience first. I worked at this internship for a couple of weeks and the commute was brutal. I had to take a local bus from my house to the train station, then get off the train, take another bus, and then the bus would drop me off near the building of the job I got. Now, as you all know with public transit, it's a lot of start and stop, so it gets very annoying. As I said earlier in this podcast, I didn't last at that internship for that long. It wasn't a good fit, and I ended up being back in the job search a couple of weeks later. But he did me a favor. The pay was garbage since I was an intern, and I was commuting, I think, about two hours each way. So a four-hour commute daily for close to minimal pay. In some ways, taking a job at my local fast food restaurant, I would be farther ahead than continuing to take this internship that took me two hours to get to. Thankfully, a few months later, I got a job that was close to me and the commute was one bus ride. And the bus ride was about maybe 30 minutes. But again, I didn't have to transfer buses. I didn't have to take a train. It was one bus. So when you are job searching, make sure you take your commute into account because a long commute can be very taxing. If it is your dream job, try to at least get a few days where you can work from home. So it is not as bad. The final lesson is be yourself. In my first job search as a new grad, I was so focused on trying to say the right answer, but not the answer that connected with me. We tend to want to get approval when we're younger to ensure that we are on the right track. And we sometimes self-sabotage ourselves because we're so focused on trying to figure out what type of answer they want that we end up being completely wrong. You only need one yes. So it's important to yes, prepare properly, share relevant experiences that pertains to that role, but you also want to ensure that it's a good cultural fit for you. Going back to my internship experience, it wasn't a good fit. The founder's working style did not mesh with me that well. And I've had managers in my career where we didn't mesh as well as we like, and some we mesh very well. That's why I always say that when it comes to interviewing, it's more important to pick the person that is going to manage you than picking the company slash brand name. Everyone has that job out there that is a natural fit, but you're not going to find that job if you keep on trying to put up an image that you think that these companies want. And yes, you can put up a charade for an interview process because it will only be a few hours, but it's a lot harder to put up a charade 40 hours a week for at least 50 weeks of the year. So again, to summarize, my five learning lessons from my first job search is that don't take it personal if you don't get feedback and treat feedback as a bonus because a majority of the time you will not get feedback if you are a candidate that they do not want to move forward with. Second is do not overprepare and overscript your answers. You will get called out on. Be authentic. The third lesson, you only got one shot to make a good impression at an interview. There are no second chances. So if you're late or have to reschedule last minute, you might as well write off the job because you are definitely not going to get it. Fourth lesson, commute is important. Make sure that the job you take, you are okay with getting there and going back home daily. Yes, I know there's hybrid models out there, but you always want to assume that you have to go more times than not. And then the fifth and final lesson is to be yourself. Know your experience, understand proper answering structure, the interview questions, but you want to be authentic and show the real you because the worst thing you can do is put up a facade, a charade, and then realizing that this is not the work environment that you'd be happy in.
And that wraps up this week's edition of ChanCap. And in next week's episode, I will be bringing in a guest that actually left the recruiting HR industry to pivot into a role in customer success management, which is a very popular role right now in tech. So if you're interested in the role of customer success management or like hearing stories about successful career transitions, make sure to tune in this episode coming out next Tuesday on all popular podcast platforms. So make sure you subscribe so you don't miss out. This is Chan with The Plan, the podcast. I'm your host, Max Chan, and I thank you for listening. Mm-hmm.